0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode six of Vox Juventus. I am your host, Ashna Tyson. In light of the current circumstance of coronavirus, we, um, Haciela, have taken the initiative to work from home. As you can see, there is a change in our platform for regarding our podcast. Um, we would like to inform that we are going to be continuing our um, Vox Juventus podcast, but we are trying to see different formats online that we can make use of for us to continue uploading our podcast. Monthly podcast episodes. Um, In light of the current situation, we would like to inform that because most people are at home, we were going to take advantage of this opportunity to um, do more podcasts more frequently. But we will inform you guys more on that soon, so stay tuned. Before we get started, um, I would also like to inform the purpose of doing our podcast in this way is to make a community of solidarity and make a community of people that are connected online. Just because we are at home. We can't go outside. We can't be social with people. It does not mean we can't stay connected with people. So this is our way of staying connected with you guys. So that's why we're doing this. Now we're going to get started by introducing our special guest for this topic for this episode. Uh, we are with Clementia Eugene. Hi, Clementia. How are you? Hi, Asna. Would you like to introduce yourself to our viewers, our listeners?
1: Absolutely. I just want to start by honouring you, Ashna and HACLF, for this initiative and for all the Thank you. that you have, by, for reason of engaging young people to find purpose and meaning and to give service to the community. I really honour the work that you do and thank you for inviting me here to talk on my welcome You're welcome. <laughs> season where we all have to find creative ways of being resilient and coping with this time of uncertainty
0: yes yes of course um seeing as um the topic today is going to be mindfulness i wanted to see if i could ask you if you um have what background do you have with mindfulness and when did you get started with it when did you learn about it could you tell us a little bit more about that um thank you that's
1: a that's a good place to start (laughs) as a roman catholic all my life i've been practicing meditation and some 12 years ago, I was introduced to energy healing and the teacher introduced me to mindfulness and I've been practicing since then. I've done some research at the University of Daruba with our students on mindfulness and the results has been very much parallel to what we find internationally in terms mm-hmm. of the impact. So I'm still a student of mindfulness and the
0: practice has really changed my life. Great. That sounds lovely. Very, very nice. So I think um, the way we are going to start this conversation is simply by asking, what is mindfulness? I believe there are many people out there that have heard about it. It's possibly something um, that have been coming up on the internet, on social media, people are promoting it, but people don't really know what it is. Could you explain what uh, mindfulness is? Mindfulness, the simplest definition
1: would be paying attention to the present moment, being right here, right now. For example, Ashna, I am here with you. I will yes. endeavor to be mindful by making sure, as far as is possible, my body, my mind, my spirit is mm-hmm. here with you, and not on mm-hmm. what I will do later this afternoon, okay. or what I'll do tomorrow, or mm-hmm. what I did yesterday, but really try to recognize that. I have nowhere else to go. I have nothing else to do. But to engage in this conversation, if you Ashna, and yes. embrace this moment with open curiosity, with excitement, and just embrace it and just move with the flow. So that is mindfulness, just being okay. right here, right now, in the present moment, and accept everything as it is. Okay. All right. Okay.
0: So it's essentially to be centered within yourself and to be in the moments um, present, essentially. Absolutely.
1: It would be, another way you could put it, it's the opposite of multitasking. You
0: okay. Know, when you
1: multitask, young people like to multitask. They're on the cell phone, mm-hmm. they're driving at the same time. Yeah. Yep. class, They have homework to do. Oh, yep. <laughs> what's going on on TikTok. And... <laughs> What we do know is being multitasking is really a myth and it's creating havoc in our brain. Yeah. And think of a young person, doing all those five things that I've mentioned, what Mm -hmm. really is their attention on? What is it they're paying attention to? Yeah, exactly. Really nothing except to create a cognitive overload of the brain and then to feel frustrated, upset, angry, annoyed. Because you're just wasting mm-hmm. time when you multitask. You don't achieve anything because nothing has yeah. your attention, really. That, that is true. <laughs> you just create stress and being overwhelmed. But when we practice mindfulness by just being in the present moment, mm-hmm. focusing on one thing at a time,
0: you achieve so much more and you enjoy life so much better yes yes i can imagine because you are um dedicating yourself to one thing at a time and focusing primarily on one thing at a time making you know more effective results for whatever it is you want to do absolutely absolutely yes yes all right well um maybe uh, many people um are thinking that um this sounds like something that they could aspire to do but they wouldn't know where to begin. Um, Could you let us know or inform us more about how you can learn mindfulness? In order to learn mindfulness,
1: one needs to appreciate that there are two forms. Mm -hmm. There is a formal type of mindfulness and then there's the informal. So the formal part is where you sit down or you lie down Mm -hmm. and you engage in practicing deep breathing, for example, okay. or I do Tai Chi. That is a form of movement, mindfulness, Mm -hmm. meditation, or yoga, where you take time in the day to sit, to stand, and practice. So that is the formal type. And then you also have the informal type, where everyday activities from sunrise to sunset, or from Mm -hmm. waking up to going back to bed, you incorporate mindfulness and being present in your day-to-day activities. So in the morning, you're brushing your teeth. Think about who is it brushing mm-hmm. their teeth right now and be present with what you're doing. Yes. You're having a shower, sh- um, Ashna. <laughs> Next time you have a, a shower, find out how many people are with you in the shower. <laughs> Perhaps you're already at the office and have Perhaps you're already in the car driving mm-hmm. at the stoplight. So yep. mindfulness as an informal practice would encourage you mm-hmm. to be in the shower and paying attention to the sound of the water. Okay. What does the water taste like? What does the water feel like? Mm-hmm. How about the soap? What does it taste like? What does it look like? How does it feel on your body? So that is mindfulness. Everything you do during the day, you are mm-hmm. eating a meal or you're driving, paying mm-hmm. attention to who's driving. Yeah, the trees who's walking by, as opposed to having your mind on perhaps already in the office, you know. So that's the informal practice. Now we're invited to wash our hands, do that (laughs) mindfully, you know, to to who's washing their hand and, and how does that feel like?
0: Yeah, all right. Okay. I can understand being a person who um, is constantly having different thoughts um, at the same moment. So I'm constantly thinking about different things. Oh, what am I going to do today? Oh, this is what I'm going to do. Oh, um, I haven't even started doing it yet, but I'm already thinking about doing it. And it's it's a constant train of thoughts and it just never stops. So I'm always wondering, okay, how can I calm down and think, you know, one thing at a time. Appreciate one thing at a time, and feel and experience one thing at a time every day. I'll give an example. There's a research done um, a couple years ago. I don't remember the
1: author, but mm-hmm. he called millions of people all over the globe and asked them three questions. The first question: What are you doing right now? What is your mind on? What are you thinking right now? And are mm-hmm. you happy? So, for example, they would ask Ashna, what are you doing right now? Mm -hmm. I'm doing the dishes. What are you thinking of? I'm thinking of having to drive all the way to St. Nicholas to work. Are you Mm -hmm. happy? No. So what the results showed is people whose mind was on what they were doing at the moment reported Mm -hmm. to be happier. So if Ashna was doing the dishes, her mind and her thoughts and her thinking was on doing the dishes, Mm -hmm. she would have reported being much happier. You see, so when our mind and our heart is on what we are doing right now, Mm -hmm. we are much happier. And that's the beautiful thing of, of mindfulness, being in the present moment and being aware of what we're doing. Okay.
0: I, I never thought of it like that. But when you say it like that, it makes so much sense. And I, I feel kind of a little bit of a shame since I have, haven't have been practicing it as much as I'd like to. But now that you are mentioning it in this simplified manner, I want to try and see how I can implement that when I'm washing the dishes or doing regular mundane things. Just, to, this, you know, give it a try. Like, apply it's to it to more relaxed
1: and it reduces stress. Because when you're thinking of multitude things, mm-hmm. yet and then... You just make yourself overwhelmed and stressful. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Why? What are
0: you doing? Because you're not there. You're not present. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is very helpful. Yes, very helpful indeed. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, now that we've spoken about um how you can learn mindfulness, the different manners, the formal and the informal. Um, how does one how does how does mindfulness work? Um In order to explain how it works, I think it's
1: important that we understand Mm -hmm. the impact or the relationship between the brain and mindfulness. Okay. The brain, as we know, is a highly complex organ. Oh, yes. There is a part of the brain called the amygdala. This Mm -hmm. part of the brain is responsible for our negative emotions, Mm -hmm. like anger and fear and fight and flight. And Mm -hmm. when we are upset and when we are angry, Mm -hmm. what happens is the body releases hormone, reduces cortisol or adrenaline, which causes the heart to race. And so we lose control. And Mm -hmm. so the amygdala is activated. And so we become angry and mad and upset and irritable and violent and aggressive and use bad language. However, when we choose to be present and focus on our breath, Mm -hmm. It activates the prefrontal cortex or the prefrontal lobe, which is the part of the brain responsible for positive emotions like love and compassion and empathy, Mm -hmm. yeah? And also insight and problem solving. So when we practice Mm -hmm. mindfulness, this is the part of the brain that gets activated. Okay. And so we are better able to regulate our emotions Because if not, the amygdala will just take havoc of our lives and take Mm -hmm. control. But when we practice being still and just taking those deep breaths, it gives us choice in our emotions. It allows us to choose and to choose love and kindness and compassion. And so we are more aware of our body. So that's really how it works
0: okay okay it sounds very beautiful when you when you summarize it in that way (laughs) it's it's definitely something that um well you believe and i believe as well i believe in it very much that can really help transform the way you feel from within um seeing what you have mentioned i wanted to ask if you'd like to give a demonstration of how it works or how you can practice it Absolutely. Absolutely. But let me just say something. You know, many times, I'm
1: sure most of us have been taught as young people and children, when you're upset or when you're mad, count one to ten backwards. Yep. It borrows from that same science. And it's not a matter of counting one to ten, one, two, three, four, five, six. It's counting Mm -hmm. with every breath, like one, two, and then to elicit the stillness so let's mm-hmm. do a little practice yeah okay i'll i'll practice it with you then okay so we invite. inside just give me a cue <laughs> yeah, so i invite everyone who's listening young people mm-hmm. or those who are not so young just <laughs> whatever you're doing and just sit comfortably okay. mm-hmm. in a chair
0: mm-hmm.
1: and when you sit you could perhaps have your feet at least 12 inches apart okay and you may choose to lie down and flat on your back preferably Mm -hmm. Or with a pillow behind your neck, and I also like to put a pillow behind my knees. Okay. And just close your eyes if that feels comfortable to you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or you may want to leave your eyes open but in a very slow gaze. And we'll begin by taking three to five deep breaths. And when we breathe in, to hold the breath for as long as you can and then release with a sigh. So let us begin. Sit comfortably with kind of a dignified posture, like a king or a queen, as you all are. And let's take a deep breath in through our nostrils. Hold for as long as you can and release with a sigh. Let's do this again. And now I invite you to breathe normally. Just paying attention to the breath going in through your nostrils and out through your mouth. And when you're ready, just gently open your eyes
0: that was very nice thank you
1: how was that for you how did you feel
0: (laughs) very nice start of the day even though it is a little bit much later (laughs) but how did you feel when you were doing the, the the breathing i i felt um i felt a deep uh calmness and stillness within myself I felt um like all of my thoughts that are usually keeping me from s- sitting still like have were clearing it's like as if um it was almost blank like almost white I don't know if that's the purpose of the um the, the exercise but I felt like my mind was cleared and I could just focus on my breathing and and allow it to f- allow myself to feel my breathing um, coming in and out
1: There you go. So what has happened by taking those short breaths, and that was for about a minute, the breath has simply activated the part of your brain called the prefrontal cortex, Mm -hmm. which is responsible for regulating emotions, responsible for making you calm, responsible for relaxation, for experiencing inner peace and insight and problem-solving. It's as simple as this. So I, you didn't do anything special except paying attention to your breath and see how you experience the benefits already.
0: Could you imagine practicing that every day? I, I would be more calm. I I find. Although I I will say one thing, um, there was a period in my life where I would wake up early in the morning, go outside of my house, maybe around 6am, and I would just sit in silence and I'd do like a sort of breathing exercise and the chanting um, of uh, Sanskrit and i would do that for about maybe uh, about 50 minutes before i used before i would go to school that's what i would go to school i don't go to school anymore (laughs) now i work but um that used to keep me calm and motivated so i believe that i want to start doing that again because it felt so good to be at one with myself
1: there you go there you go all right thank you
0: (laughs) I believe um, we are going to continue with the next question. Um, So the next question I have, um, I noticed that um, because mindfulness is becoming so popular in in the um, community in terms of um, trending and being popular on social media, people don't really know about it. They aren't aware exactly of the purpose of it and how it works and what it does. Some people have misconceptions about mindfulness. And some people believe that it, it's either something spiritual or related to religion. So um, in regarding to those kinds of misconceptions or um, misunderstandings, um, I wanted to ask, is uh, mindfulness uh, affiliated with uh, religion or religious beliefs?
1: The truth we told. Mindfulness derived from the Buddhist tradition. Mm -hmm. And it was brought to the West by John Kabat-Zing, who Mm -hmm. is a doctor, and he introduced it to the hospital, into medicine, in the hospital in Boston. And now it has permeated every discipline. Mm -hmm. So this act about mindfulness is really focusing on the breath. And the truth be told, Ashna... In order to breathe, you do not need to pay allegiance to any king, prophet, priest, or deity. Mm -hmm. The breath is a free gift that you have, and you take it with you everywhere you go, and you need nobody's permission to breathe. So with that said, on the one hand, one could argue it is not affiliated to any religion, Mm -hmm. but we must credit its source, which is the Buddhist tradition. Yes, yes. We have to credit the source. Mm -hmm. So all we have to do with mindfulness is just focusing our attention on our breath and our breathing, using the breath as an anchor, always going Mm -hmm. back to the breath. And by focusing on the breath, it allows us to be in present moment awareness because every breath happens in this moment. The breath that we are breathing now is not the breath of yesterday, not the breath of tomorrow or even a breath a minute from now, or the <laughs> breath a minute that's just gone by. Yes. So it really, it's the perfect tool, as it were, to mm-hmm. encourage us to be in present moment awareness. Okay. So that's that why, why it's that. not affiliated to any religion, and mm-hmm. it has really taken over the world. It's been used- Yeah, in, it, it has. In, in sports, in education, from kindergarten, mm-hmm. way up to university, Yes. politicians use it it's used in businesses yes we I mean, yes. have meditation centers in all their institutions encouraging their staff to come and just be mindful and there they get insight creativity mm-hmm. innovation you are able to tap into your inner wisdom yes just by paying attention to your breath so it's a free gift and it's, it's
0: just wonderful yeah inner resource that we have Absolutely. Yes. I, I definitely agree. I believe that it shouldn't be something that people sh- consider is something religious or something that uh, you need permission from a higher uh, being in order to experience it or to do it. It's just simply something you practice with yourself along with the ability to breathe. That, that's as simple as it gets. <laughs> oh. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that insight. <laughs> I, I was aware I was aware of its source, so where it came from, but I am not exactly too aware of how it developed and became as um infamous as it is. So that was very insightful. I was not aware of that. I should do more research on those things. Yes, yes, yeah. But we're going. I wanted to ask you, um, seeing that we're talking about um, all of these benefits that mindfulness has, um, I wanted to ask you what are the positive impacts that um, mindfulness can have on young people? Seeing in the earlier. in the previous moments that we started with our podcast, you briefly mentioned that young people are always um, rapid, thinking about different things. Um, they're thinking about um, different social medias, um, different uh, different, different emotions that they're experiencing while they are developing and growing up. And um, I'd like to know if there's any positive impacts that um, mindfulness can um, bring to a young person. Tremendous. And we have a plethora of research that supports
1: the impact the positive impact of mindfulness for young people. So the very fact that young people are transitioning from childhood into adolescent, into young adulthood, and Mm -hmm. the mood swings Mm -hmm. that come along with it, practicing mindfulness really helps them to navigate and to regulate those emotions. So instead of being emotionally volatile and angry Mm -hmm. and mad and upset, I can imagine. You know, with parents and teachers and society making all those demands. Yes, yes. You can just sit still and welcome whatever experience they are having. Just be one with it and accept it with open curiosity. And that could help them build the inner muscle, the inner brain muscle, to respond with love and kindness and compassion, as opposed to allowing the amygdala to hijack their brain and respond in negative ways. So it's really good in helping young people regulate those emotions. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Also, young people, as they navigate with social media, Mm -hmm. um, there's so many things that could attract them. And what they should be paying attention to, or some of them, Mm -hmm. is to go into online homeschooling, getting those assignments done. Mm -hmm. Instead, the distraction of TikTok and and Whatsapp, and Instagram, mm-hmm. and Kiko, Kiko, Kiko. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, they've not done the assignment. So how about making time, three minutes, five mm-hmm. minutes, just to breathe so as to mm-hmm. center themselves so that they could focus and concentrate. And that's another benefit of mindfulness. It helps with focus, attention. It helps to concentrate. Young mm-hmm. people need to build that muscle in mm-hmm. order to survive yes. schoolwork, for example. Yes. Some young people worry a lot. They understand mm-hmm. the stress, even right they here come me, succumb <laughs> to, to, to depression because they have to be worried about pleasing the wishes of the parents. Mm-hmm. At the same time, succumb to depression. What their friends want, what society yes. wants of them, yes, and trying to vacillate between feeling good, bad, sad, and anything in between. So mindfulness can really help them cultivate the stillness, this peace, and developing self confidence and self-esteem. Yes, having an yes. exam, how about having an exam and having test anxiety or having to make a presentation? an terrible. Anxiety, five, three minutes, one minute of just breathing can help yeah. calm and still. So mindfulness could be used for young people in so many ways. Also, not only emotional health, but also social health. Because when you are somebody who comes from a space of calmness and stillness mm-hmm. and love and compassion, you have better relationships. Yes, yes. You have better interpersonal relationships. Who wants to be mm-hmm. among somebody who's always upset and angry and mad and shouting and screaming? No. Yeah. It really helps young people to have better interpersonal relationships. And research shows that children who are being bullied at school Mm -hmm. and if you've been bullied, your rights have been violated. People say very mean Mm -hmm. things about you, and you wouldn't want to react with anger. Mm -hmm. But when practicing mindfulness, you are able to just observe the bullying and just witness it and just accept it for what it is and respond with kindness. You see, so young people could really use it to really help them navigate the challenges of being youth. And yes. when they become an adult, oh my goodness, if I don't know now what I have knew then, I think you know, I I would perhaps live to be the age of 110. It adds yeah. <laughs> your life. you sleep better, it improves your sleep as well. Yeah. it improves your immune system. How many young yes. people have problems sleeping because of the distraction of social media? Yeah. And sleep deprivation causes depression or causes mm-hmm. irritability, anger sadness yeah and if only we could just you know practice to being in the now I think our young people would enjoy yeah yeah I feel
0: mindfulness. I feel more recently there has been there has become a bigger interest for young people to get involved in mindfulness and in a, a better way of thinking for themselves and a better way of feeling of themselves. Um, but I still see or come encounter, um, not that I encounter it anymore, but um, it, in experience with my sister, or like her friends and her interactions and the people around me, um, I still see that young people are struggling to create meaningful connections and real um, relationships amongst themselves. A lot of the times, because of the pressures that you've mentioned of young people growing up, they become either superficial or they create relationships among themselves that are very superficial, that are not necessarily deep or meaningful. So by, by practicing mindfulness, they can definitely um, become more aware and apparent of the kind of connections that they want to make, not only with themselves but with other people.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm happy you mentioned the, the idea of self-awareness. And that's one of the benefits of mindfulness. You become more yeah. self-aware. So, for example, a young person may receive a message on Instagram or on WhatsApp. And before you respond, you could respond mindfully by taking mm-hmm. a few deep breaths. And before you respond, think, whatever I'm going to post, is it kind? Is it loving? Yes is it clean is it respectful yes but before you can do that you need to step back and take a few deep breaths and think and reflect ask yourself those questions before you post something yes yeah? I think so or yes. is that what is more important for me to be doing right now should it not be cleaning my room or getting my home, homework done getting my assignment done or reading this book, as opposed to the distraction of
0: of social media. You you see? Yes, yes. It's tremendous yes 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 i feel especially more so now um the age that we are in it, it everything seems to be like instant gratification you can get things very easily and there is no notion of working for something or being patient for something to take place like in order for most people to grow something needs to happen and that they or they need to work towards this so that it can take place but seeing the age that we are now it's like Everything you can get spontaneously—it's just like instant gratification. Instant gratification. So I—that could be another um, influence as to why young people are being more focused on distractions rather than the importance of themselves and their own development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're
1: constantly in a state of doing and doing and doing. Yeah. When we have nothing to do, we find something else to do. Yes. <laughs> when we find time to be to be a yes. Sit being. still. <laughs> When do we get time to be and to still? I remember life began with breath. Remember the story of creation? Life yes. began with breath. And so we are called to go back to, in order to be alive, to be awake. We need to go back to that breath and take time to breathe and to be present and not this constant doing and doing and doing. When do we ever have time to be and celebrate life? Yeah, Exactly.
0: That is very true. <laughs> um, now that we've mentioned all these different um, these different things, I was wondering, um, in regards to young people, um, how can young people practice mindfulness? We touched about it a little bit, but maybe we can talk about it a little bit more further. Yeah. I would encourage young people to, from time to time during the day,
1: just stop. You could begin at three minutes or five mm-hmm. minutes and... Increase it to 10, 15 minutes, and just pay attention to their breath. There are many guided practices online, and I would encourage, um, especially those from Mark uh, Mark Williams and Mm -hmm. John kabat Okay. just start by practicing three to five minutes breathing space, the guided uh, mindfulness meditation. So that's a good way to start. And in every day in our lives, just stop and just pay attention to what you're doing and paying attention to the breath. So I would say to try to access, there are many resources online for young people. Uh, InsightTimer, Com. These Mm -hmm. are free apps they could easily put on their cell phone and make a commitment to practice throughout the day. What can you do on that app? um there are many millions of examples okay. of guided meditations on those apps
0: oh okay okay all right
1: and it's free inside oh, even better <laughs> and calm.com and there are many others mm-hmm. there are many others but that's a good place to start but i yes, hear you on Matt williams and john kabat zinn um websites okay okay there's also a website for mindfulness
0: for teens as well oh all right are they um is the information um provided there in a much simpler manner for them to understand and for them to be yes, guided yes. in a way that for teen, yeah indeed mindfulness okay.
1: teens have a repertoire of short guided practices for young mm-hmm. people And designed by young people themselves. Oh, okay. Well, that's very nice. I was not aware of that. Very nice. And we have many young people are involved in sports. And mindfulness Mm -hmm. has been integrated into the world of sports. So before you you go into a competition, just take a few minutes, you know, to calm the nerves. Because there's anxiety just before you engage in competition. But taking time to breathe and just doing a short practice. It helps tremendously.
0: And again. Yeah, definitely. I've, 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 right. I understand why it's, it's, in, it's in sports. Because I feel like a lot of the times people, when they are doing a routine of discipline, they kind of have conflicts within themselves of the things that they should be doing and what they shouldn't be doing. So distractions. And yeah. primarily, I believe that's the main reason why they incorporated it into sports is to keep them focused on one thing that they need to be focusing on, but how to improve their focusing abilities on that thing. Mindfulness really
1: helps if you get focused attention. It is training the mind mm-hmm. to focus and to pay attention on one thing at a time. Now, that is why it is called a practice, because the more you practice, the better you become at it. And so strengthen the brain networks responsible you know, mm-hmm. for activating the prefrontal cortex. So, young person listening might say, okay, you tried it for a week and it didn't work. But it is a practice. Thinking you know, of when you yeah. began to ride a bicycle or when you began learning to swim or exactly. when you began playing volleyball and
0: mm-hmm. did you
1: give up after the first couple of times? No. practice and practice and training. Mm-hmm. That's why we said it's a practice. You have to keep practicing and practicing and practicing. Yes, yes. And it may not be the right thing for everybody and it's a matter of finding what's good for you you know so if yoga is not the best thing how about tai chi and and there are are over a thousand types of meditation so if not mindfulness maybe another type of of mindfulness or maybe journaling might be something or maybe painting or maybe yes. artwork. So mindfulness is just one of the many repertoire mm-hmm. of activities that young people can engage in, in order mm-hmm. to help find their center and regulate their emotions.
0: Yes, exactly. I definitely believe um, what you said um, at the beginning where they would start something, but they don't see any progress or they seem to think that it doesn't fit for them. It's the idea of wanting something to work um, fast and, um, wanting to see instant results from it quickly so i see that's like a difficulty that we young people have even myself have in transitioning or putting myself into something i don't have i don't always not 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 always i don't always have the the patience to just wait for the results to really sink in and to take place before i make the ultimate decision of stopping it or continuing it so that's very important It requires
1: discipline and practice and practice and more practice and some
0: more practice, (laughs) but never give up. Yes, of course. Well, um, before we close this episode, it has been a really wonderful episode. It's been great to talk to you, Clementia, about mindfulness. I was hoping that before we close this, is there anything you would like to do any exercise or any, um, uh, things you would like to say before we close the episode?
1: Maybe we could end with another one to two minutes of practice. How about that? Yes, that would be a great idea. Yes. Yeah? Okay. So I invite everyone who's listening to just sit comfortably or lie comfortably and close your eyes and just join me in this guided practice.
0: I'll do it together with you once
1: again. <laughs> oh, and everyone who's listening, wherever you are. Yes, of course. Comfortably, feet flat on the floor, Mm -hmm. about 12 inches apart. Close your eyes if that feels comfortable to you or in a short, soft gaze. And let us begin by taking three deep breaths. And now continue to breathe normally, just paying attention to the breath, going in and out of your nostrils. You may want to put one hand on your belly and focus on the rise and fall of your stomach with every in breath and every out breath. Repeating this pattern again and again and again. It is okay if some thoughts may come into your mind Do not engage with the thoughts with any mental chatter. It is in the nature of the mind to think thoughts. So as the thoughts come in, just acknowledge the thoughts and let them go. To do that, We just take a note of the thought. Say the thought comes that I'm hungry, what am I gonna have for lunch? You just take a note by saying food and release it. Maybe a thought comes that I have two assignments to email to my teacher. Just take a note, assignment, and let it go. Maybe the thought that some young people have, I'm not good enough, I'm not beautiful enough. Just acknowledge that thought, beautiful, and let it go. And when you let go of the thought, you go back to your breath as an anchor. So you go back to your breathing, inhale through your nostrils, or the rise and fall of your stomach. By now you should be feeling A little lighter, maybe relax. Maybe some inner peace. And I invite you to just smile at this moment. Just smile. And just congratulate yourself for spending this time, this moment with yourself, with some self-care. Just congratulate yourself for spending this time. This moment to be as you smile, thanking yourself for being there for you. And when you are ready, just gently open your eyes. (laughs)
0: i wish you well thank you very much clem that was very nice another moment for me to really embrace the moment that i am experiencing right now and i hope that everybody else listening or watching has experienced the same thing thank you (laughs) thank you and i
1: wish all young people who are listening i wish you well and i invite you to really consider learning more about mindfulness practice so that you can enjoy a better quality of life. Mm -hmm. You can regulate those emotions and you can celebrate life and accept whatever experiences that you have. Just welcome it in. Just take it all in one day at a time and just go back to the breath as an anchor. It's a free gift
0: and I wish you well. Thank you, Ashley, and I wish you well. (laughs) Thank you. I wish you well as well, Clem. Thank you very much. Um, Thank you for joining us in this um, podcast. Um, Thank you for informing everyone on what mindfulness is. Um, The main main reason why we wanted to speak about this in the podcast for this episode is because um, in light of the current circumstance, A lot of people are experiencing anxiety, uh, stress, or um, worry, and they don't really know how to cope with it, seeing that there isn't much that that they feel, that there isn't much that they can do. And this has given them an alternative for what they can do with all of that worry and those negative thoughts. So thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, this... uh, (laughs)
1: into yeah. <laughs> my mind you know when we practice mindfulness i don't want young people to feel that like they won't have problems and um, the problems will be there the challenges will be there but you are able to navigate it and be resilient you're able to really bounce back
0: yes you know? yes. the challenges exactly. will
1: always be there but because you are activating and really exercising you know this brain muscle called the new the prefrontal cortex <laughs> becomes stronger and you can navigate become more resilient to cope yes. and manage you know you yes. positive emotions and oh yes. my god i just wish every young person
0: well <laughs> <laughs> wish you well. well fantastic um and- this has been This has been our podcast episode, our sixth episode Um, in the coming months or in the coming weeks, we'll be giving um, our viewers or our listeners more information on um, the frequency of how often we will be uploading um, podcast episodes, but keep up to date with our information that we'll be providing on social media. So stay tuned for more information. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed um, this podcast, Um, viewer or listener, whoever is watching or listening. um, Thank you very much for um being a part of it and we hope to um we hope you stay tuned for our next um vox juventus episode till next time